Greetings. Hi, how are you? I'm listening. Great to meet you. Ah, I've been expecting you. For the good you of all. You come get the voodoo. Uh, hey there. And you are. Light be with hey, you. Great to you meet you. You come to consult the spirits? Welcome to Orgrimmar. Have you come to serve the horde? Welcome to Control Alt Wow, the podcast for those of us who love World of Warcraft and love making many alts. Today is Sunday, February 22nd, 2009. This is episode 103 entitled, Where Have All the Decorations Gone? <laughs> that was pretty good. I'm Aprilia and your host, and with me is my co-host, Asheo. Hello, Asheo. Good morning. And Glanther. Good morning. <laughs> and if you're wondering where the title came from, tell us where the title came from, Glanther. Well, there's there's a song that I I I'm gonna uh, make sure that I don't I don't try to hum because I'm not as nearly as good a singer as Aprilian is. Uh, but it's if you look around um, um, Azeroth, you'll see that there are no decorations. There's no world events. It's just it's plain old wow. There's nothing going on. No hearts, no flying goblins, no dancing elves, no lights, no Great Father Winter, nothing. For the first time in, uh, what, a month and a half? Oh, it, it seems like since Lich King came out. <laughs> <laughs> There's always something going on, but not anymore. Yeah, and we have a while. I think the next one is, is it Children's Week? I think it's either Children's Week or or um, whatever the Easter is, Noble Garden. Oh, it has to be something before Easter, surely. And I thought well, Children's um, Week was in May. Oh, maybe so. Wow, I'm looking at the calendar right now, and other than Dark Moon Fair ends and the fishing tournament, there's nothing in March. And oh, Children's Week is the next one in uh, in April. Oh no, May is that May first? Yeah, May first. So nothing till May first. Well, when's Noble Garden then? Noble Garden will be in April, right? Uh oh yeah. Oh, it's just one day though. Yeah, Noble Garden's one day. It's it's like the shortest shortest day in the whole thing. And basically, you go around and you find little eggs and. Oh yeah, yeah. That's April twelfth. All yeah. right. So nothing for the whole month of March. Ooh. Yeah, that's uh... Wait, wait. So is is there? Yeah, here's my stupid uh, achievement side coming out. So is there? Is <laughs> there achievements for that one day? So I mean, if you can't log in on that one day. Oh yeah. Let's see. There is. There is achievements. There's uh, discover the white tuxedo shirt and black tuxedo pants. Opening brightly colored eggs during the Noble Garden. And dress for success. Discover an elegant dress. But they're probably one of the exceptional ones. Do you know what I mean? Oh, well, is there a story? No, it's part, of, it's part of what a long, strange trip it's been. <gasps> they're going to make you work for that Violet Proto Drake. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, and I haven't. Well, yeah. <laughs> hmm. 
All right. So uh, you better put in for we that. Better, better, yeah, day better put off. in for that day off. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine, like, you try to, you know, tell your, your boss, like, why you need the day off. Like, I have to log in to a U.S. server to go and pick through little eggs, <laughs> find a fancy white dress. <laughs> don't you understand? Understand that? What, 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 what don't you understand about what that? Don't you understand about that? It's, it's the only way I'm going to get my violet photo drink. Well, it'd be really great is if you turned around and said to me, "You noob, why didn't you roll in an oceanic realm?" <laughs> <laughs> so, and and that brings up a good point, uh, Glanther. That for those of you who want to know what's going on, you should just click Y, press Y on your keyboard while you're in the game, of course, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, pull up the achievement it's and not look <laughs> Under world events, and down at the bottom, what a long, strange trip shows you all of the things that you have to get to. Um, oh, but you know what? You're almost there though, because food for love, and then the flame keeper, and oh, actually, no, it's not in there. Are you, sh- are you, are you sure? Let me look. Um, I just I didn't see that. We're so well organized. Yeah, it was such a whole <laughs> bunch of you know terrible hosts. We're all no, in the game at the same time. To, to honor one's elders, for the children, brewmaster, merrymaker, fool for love, the flame keeper, and hallowed be thy name. Oh, that so I. So no, noble garden is not in there. So you're off the. Oh, oh, man. oh it's it's part of. Yeah, so I get only the non the non sectarian Azerothian holidays are Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so you 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 have honored your elders. You've you've done brewmaster, right? I haven't I, I haven't done uh, any of them. T- well, I think um Oh, that wasn't included yet. No, it wasn't included. But you've done Merrymaker, Fool for Love. So now all you have left and Hollow be thy name. So all you have na- left is Brewmaster and the Flamekeeper. And for the children. Yeah. Yeah. The three. Cool. Yeah. Right. I'm looking the, forward to that. The children ones are kinda wicked though. I don't Oh, I'm going to have a lot of trouble with them. Uh, yeah, I was taking a look at some of them. It's it's a, the you have to actually be good at battlegrounds in order to, yeah, to do a, those. And I'm not PvP good at fist. battlegrounds. Yeah. Some of them are simple ones like Home Alone. Stand by for forum whinging. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Ooh, I just hope none of them are random draws. Hmm. Well, anyway, doesn't doesn't need to be random when it, when there's PvP skills involved. Oh yeah, yeah. It's going to be hard enough. So, oh, but if you die, all you have to do is 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 whistle and call back your um your orphan. It's not like that one with the Christmas one where you had to be in that costume and then when you died. You had to run back to another machine which meant leaving the battleground which meant abandoning the game. Mm. Yeah, so that one was kind of hard. All right, so let's get right into it. Who wants to start with what they've been doing? Oh, I'll go first. Okay, dokie. Yeah, so I've I'd, I'd be a lot more prepped for uh, for this week, except I've uh, somewhat overcommitted myself in in naxing. <laughs> I spent 
uh, hours in next yesterday on a show and we did a we actually did um, OS in uh, uh, what is it Ocu- Oculus um, Obsidian Obsidian Sanctum in Dragonblight. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we we uh, screamed through that in the heroic mode before Nax yesterday as a, as a warm up, and then uh, went and hit the the play quarter. And I remember I was, I was talking last time about the the uh, Hegan or Hygen, the unclean. This is where mm-hmm. the the lava's shooting up out of the ground, and uh, very proud. I, I actually survived the fight. I actually managed to dance back and forth. If you know what you're doing, then it, it becomes reasonably easy. Is that the uh, one that they call the safety dance? That's the safety dance, exactly. If everybody and, lives? Yeah. Yeah. Did you get so, it? Uh, no, a couple of people died. But uh, <laughs> it's really funny because we actually play. Uh, we got a, um, a an iTunes um, um, yeah, extra tune that, that comes into Ventrilo and, and actually plays you know, iPod stuff. And so it, it gets queued up, and, and at the start of that fight, we play the safety dance from <laughs> Men Without Hats. <laughs> so it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's basic, so it's basically uh, what we figured it out to be is uh, where the lava's – when you see the lava shoot up in the air and it goes back down again, you immediately run to where you shoot up uh, because it's, it's – uh, yeah, that, that's the safe place. So as long as you're not too lagging, um, that you can, and you you know to turn around again after you get to the to the end and and run back the other way, it's um, it, it's quite doable. And I've I uh, as to prove it wasn't a fluke, I actually survived it again today uh, on my priest. And and I tell you, it's it's a wee bit harder. I thought it was hard enough doing that on my, on my warlock. That uh, that's a pretty hard fight. On your priest, because because uh, I've got one, I've got a couple of um, instant cast heals, but really only one heal over time spell, and, and tr- trying to heal while you're trying to dodge the lava, oh my god, yeah, that that was yeah. a, a challenge. But we got him down again. At, uh, a, a lot more died today, so it's because a bunch of other people that hadn't done it. But so uh, yeah, getting getting some more experience in Nax. So that was the we completed the. Uh, the play quarter, we actually got uh, Grobulus down. It's the first time that I've been involved in a 25-man um, getting Grobulus down. He's he's the one where you need to kite around the room because he um, he puts this debuff on people and uh, it's it drops off you onto the ground and then spreads out in this massive poisonous cloud. And, and so unless you're very controlled about where those get dropped, yeah, there's nowhere safe to stand and, and you just taking a lot of um, of damage from the poison on the ground. And uh, if if he turns around and spits, then everybody that's actually facing him, uh, for everyone that, that's he's in front of him when he spits, he spawns a, another ad. And so if, if you know, a couple of times people have done something to actually make him spin around and like all, all the melee DPS is behind him and he spits and we get half a dozen of these elite <laughs> slimes that, that pop up and it just makes it so much harder. Uh, but uh, yeah, we got him down. Um, on the second attempt, on the first attempt, I don't know how much health he's got. He's probably got, I don't know, 10 million health, something like that. Uh, we got him down to 124k out of 10 million and, and then wow. what? <laughs> it's like, mm. 
Yeah, it was disappointing. Well, we got him down on the second try, so that was good. Did he drop anything good? Oh, they all drop good stuff. Yeah, I'm starting to get some some nice. I got some uh, some nice healing pants on my uh, priest today, and I got um, can't remember what I got yesterday. Um, trinket maybe? No. Oh, so the the uh, shawl. I got the. It's a, it's a horrible looking thing. It's it's shawl of the old maid. It's the worst looking cloak in the game. So thank God there's the option for yeah, don't display my cloak. It, yeah. 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 So yeah, but I'm 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 having fun in Nax, and uh, you know we've I kind of jumped straight to the 25 man. We're we're actually still trying to get a 10 man up, so that the 25 mans are actually okay because they they run on the weekends, and yeah, there's a lot more people around. But uh, trying to get a a, a consistent ten man going, uh, you know. At, like I mean, I, I don't get onto the server until you know midnight, one a.m. server time. So it's uh, you know, even on Earth and Ring, the, the population is uh, somewhat diminished by those hours. But uh, it's all good, nonetheless. I've been con- persisting with my Sons of Hodur uh, dailies um, up in Storm Peaks. And I hit uh, honoured with them during the week. Can you? Congrats. Can you honored, do the yeah. wild worm <laughs> one? The wild worm, the the thrusting hodier spear. The one that can sometimes be bugged, but when it's not bugged, it's the most awesome quest in the whole world. <laughs> oh, the most awesome quest. So is this is this the one where you get his spear and you've and you've got to dodge and grip and basically and have to spear? fight this wild worm? You know, like you had to go and get this blue proto drake, and you get into a battle to the death inside of its jaws, flying above storm peaks. <laughs> yeah. It's it's pretty epic. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, but some, sometimes you you can press the one and the two key, and they won't work. Yeah, it's like so another issue. Right, yeah. So I I um, tried to open a ticket on it because it it happened on uh, a shayo, and um, I should have I should have done it on a shield first because what happens if the the one key is is grip you you get this um, buff it's like a, 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 a it's up in your buff area and there's a counter on it and each time you hit it your your grip goes up by five and and you start off at fifty and you know, it goes up to a hundred and if your grip gets down to zero then you lose your grip and and pretty much you fall to your death every time. And uh, I started doing it on a show, and, and it's like the, I, the first couple of times it was actually working, and I, but I just did not get the hang of the, the quest at all. And and I, you know, I'd stab when I shouldn't have stabbed, and dodge when I shouldn't have dodged, and lost my grip and fell, and and uh, of course you, know, you you fall to your death and and take uh, durability. Loss and so I did it a few times and went and repaired and spent thirty gold to repair. And I'm thinking I should be doing this on my priest who's got levitate. <laughs> so, and and uh, I did it on a shield and and uh, uh, I actually eventually figured out you know, just well through luck probably more than anything uh, how to get it done. And and when I went back to do it on a shayo, I noticed that instead of when you actually throw your spear at the start. They're red because they're they're a kill on sight mob, but once you've thrown your spear and, and you start engaging it, um, the actual portrait of the wild worm uh, turns blue. Um, but I'd noticed when I did it on a show, it turned green. 
And of course, if something's green, then you, you, know, you can't attack it or damage it or anything. So it still picks you up and you know, you're losing your grip, but you can't, none of the buttons work. And I just, uh, I actually just re-logged and, and it came good. So um, yeah, look out for that. You know it's bugged pretty much straight away if, if, the, if the mob turns green. And uh, I just logged out, logged back in, and, and it worked. But uh, yeah, <laughs> there was actually um, uh, a few people in, in in guild saying, "Yeah, this quest is like the worst quest ever. It's impossible. You know, it can't be done." And uh, the last two days, I've got it first time, so I've done it four times in a row and, and one shot at it on a shale and a shield. It's once you get the hang of it, um, it's it's not too bad. So the the have you found any particular trick to it, Clanfer? You know what? I actually do because sometimes if it is bugged, you won't know until you're already up there. And oh, so yeah. I, yeah. Uh, to kind of help a little bit with like the, uh, the durability component of it because somebody in guild chat said you know, to do this. And it, it, even, if it, even if it doesn't work, I, I still think it's kind of funny. Stuff that's in your inventory will only get durability you know, if you res. Mm-hmm. It will. So what I basically do is I go and I, I do it naked. Right. I fight the dragon naked. So if I fall, <laughs> um, none of my gear gets any kind of durability damage. But doesn't that make it harder because you're doing it with less health? But it, it scales. Because I did it today and, like, he doesn't hit as hard. Oh, really? Yeah. So basically, oh, okay. there's, if, if, what a sight to be seen. This blue dragon flies by with a little naked dwarf trying to stab it. But you know what? I, it, it, it worked, and I, I, I'm gonna, I swear by it. If nothing else, it's, it's humorous because you're just sitting there like flying into battle on, you know, your, on your mount, and then you land, and there's this naked dwarf in the middle or naked whatever you are <laughs> in the middle down. of the, 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 the bitter like freezing wilderness waiting to wrestle a flying dragon um, <laughs> yeah, exactly but you know i found that you know th- until they fix it it's a, it's a pretty good solution so that way if you do die and you have to run back to your body at least you don't spend more money repairing than you do <laughs> on making money in the daily itself so yeah yeah the only reason i persisted with it was because it's it's worth 500 reputation as opposed to the 250 or 300 that the others are so I thought it was worth persisting with it and um, so the what I found was um, I basically just alternated between grip and the basic thrust and what what I'd started off doing was I was trying to do them too fast and even though the the um what's the number two you, you actually number trying two to, is you, dodge it's like you pull dodge. your up yourself to, up under yeah. the thing. So it, it actually comes up and says, you know, he's, he's going to rake you with his claws and, and you're supposed to hit dodge. But if you've just hit um, either um, grip or thrust, then uh, even though they don't look like they're on the same global cooldowns, it just sometimes it just doesn't go off. So, um, and, and I, I'd been spamming it, you know, I'm going dodge, 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 dodge. And by then it's too late. Unless you, unless you get to do the dodge... You know, pretty much as soon as it says he's going to rake you, uh, there's no point hitting it because then dodge is on cooldown and if he wrecks you again, you definitely can't do a dodge. So I, I just got 
um, a bit smarter about okay, well, I've, I've hit dodge once, it, it didn't work. I'm you know I'm not going to try it again because I know I'm not going to be able to dodge anyway. And if you do get a dodge off, then you, then you hit the number four to do the, the massive thrust that does the, the real damage. Um, and uh, that that seems to be working for me fine. I've um, uh, haven't that had a problem with it once I figured that out. I actually found it to be I took less damage, you know, without any of my armor than when I did with all my armor. So I was able to get it down today by just spamming. Um, I would go and I would I would build up a stack up to like seven or uh, seventy or eighty on the grip, mm-hmm. and then I would just kind of uh, spam the the regular the number three which is just like the regular stab and then I would dodge and then after I would dodge I would then uh, do like the main the main stab main the, thrust, big, the yeah. one that the, 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 the final one the final thrust and yep. then once you're in the mouth you have to kind of stack up a little bit and I find that as long as you I my number I try to go to is 10 I try to have mm, 10 so, stacks yeah. um, and then I try to do a, um, you know, the final, like the final spear, like through the through the head kill shot. But if yep. if you miss, if you if you if you have a stack and you do the kill shot and you miss, it does massive damage. So you can only do that. You can only miss like twice. Yeah. So, but the, it's but it's not like the that ten stack goes back to zero. It, it keeps climbing, but it, it's on a cooldown. So. Yeah, you don't want to do it too soon, and and you don't want to leave it too late because you're taking a lot of damage. Yeah, exactly. You get like 250 damage. I was getting 250 damage like every second. It's yeah. going down, down, down. So yeah, so I'm doing that, and um, uh, the other daily that's there is pretty easy. Is just you know, blow the um, no, it's the, the what is it, a tooth or something, and you just follow the the wolf around and the he finds a spy and you kill him. <laughs> it's like I was, I was chasing him around forever, and he he just runs around and aggro's some you know stupid worms, and and then I, I figured out well, I'll just stand here. I'm not going to chase him around. He seems to run around forever. I'll just stand here and wait until he he actually uh, sniffs one out, and, and then you know, send off my uh, my pet to uh, to attack him, and you know, that, that's working fine. So that's that's a pretty easy daily. And the other dailies are pretty easy as well, as, as long as you're not in competition with other people. If there's too many people around, it's just too hard to round them up. You know, like collecting the uh, the the ice stuff from the from the elementals out in the plain. I just like round up unless I can see that I can round up four or five and AOE them all down at once. You know, I don't bother. <laughs> it just takes too long. So, I'm having fun doing that. I should probably. I think I'm about nine thousand rep. Out of twelve before I hit um, revered, so another we few more days. You, um, your mammoth at revered, you're oh. actually able to go and buy an um, uh, ice mammoth. Oh, cool! For only nine hundred gold. You too can have a giant elephant with fur. <laughs> Cheap at twice the price. Yeah. So the other thing I was I was trying to figure out. I was told that. Um, there's a there's a quest that you do when you first hit Storm Peaks, uh, putting down landmines just uh, just north of K3. You put down landmines and all mm-hmm. these mobs are running down the hill and and uh, they run over it and blow them up. And I thought that was that was a bit of fun. And uh, someone had said, or it was Tark actually. Tark said, uh, you know, you're doing this as a daily. And I didn't even know it was available as a daily. And, 
and uh, I rode all around the areas that I'd, I'd done questing and couldn't find any other quest to do. There's certainly no dailies being offered. And uh, it wasn't until uh, last night that uh, somebody said, oh, I'm on my way up there I'll because um, I didn't know who was offering the quest or what it was called or anything. I said, they said, oh, I'll, uh, I'll stop by and you know, point, at it, point it out to you. And I'll, I'm standing like right there and it's not, not, it's not being offered to me. So they told me what the quest was and went and looked it up. And, okay, yeah, it's a daily. And there was a whole bunch of comments that said, yeah, how do I get this? I can't get it either. And I'm thinking, oh, great, some stupid bug. And he said to me, have you done the, the quest to actually activate the teleporter here? Because right next to that, that quest chain where you, you put down the landmines in the first place um, leads you to actually activating a teleporter that's in K3. I said, yeah, yeah, I've, I've done that because the, the teleporter was right there. And, and as I said that, I walked over to the teleporter and stood back in it and it, and it teleported me back to where I, it was when I'd done the quest to repair it <laughs> and I ended up next to a quest giver. That's this guy there <laughs> offering a quest. And there's like you know, two more quests and uh, yeah, I hadn't actually finished the chain. So there's two more quests and I, and I did them and, and then the daily opened up. And it was interesting because the last quest was um, you, you talk to her and, and uh, she just shoots you off on a rocket. You go f- flying off through storm peaks on a rocket and, uh, and lands you in uh, an, another little uh, quest hub area. Uh, and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> because when I'd finished there, I didn't know where to go. I just kind of rode around and, and, and looked for somewhere else. And it's like, ah, so, so that was the leading quest of this area that I was supposed to do that, that I never came across because I never bothered to, to go back through this teleporter. Wow, just one so, step. <laughs> one step, yep. Mm. So if anybody, anybody's done that and can't figure out why they can't get the daily uh, landmine quests, step back through the teleporter. And the other, the other thing that, that puzzled me, and and uh, I, I think I understand now that the, the um, in Brunhilde there's there's also um, four daily quests that get offered, and whenever whenever I went there, there was like only one quest, and uh, I'm thinking, oh, how do you get the, how do you get the other three? And for some reason, like the three days in a row that I went there, it was you know the same quest every day, and uh, apparently. Um, she's actually supposed to offer you two quests, so you, you don't get to do all four quests every day. It's, it's you know, there's four quests, and it's a, a random selection um, every day as to which two get offered. Uh, but the theory goes that that it's bugged and and it and it picks a random quest and and offers that, and then picks another random quest. And so if it happens to pick the same one, then it only offers one. So it's, it's like it's not smart enough to go. Oh, I've already picked that random quest. I'll I'll pick a different random quest so they get two. But no, we only get one sometimes. And and the reason that I think everybody's kicking up a stink about that is because the there's a, a chance for a Drake to drop out of the uh, the the bag that you get as a quest reward for doing them. Uh, I, I certainly haven't got that yet. I've just been getting. Snowflakes and snow snowballs and crap like that out of it. So hopefully they'll fix that in the next patch and we'll start doing two of those a day. So, and so having found all that and done all that, I've now uh, completed all my questing in Storm Peaks. Got the the summit of Storm Peaks achievement on the shale and shield. So that just leaves uh, Ice Crown, which I've done not much in. Uh, Zordrak, which um, I'm probably about three quarters of the way through, 
and uh, Howling Fjord, which I've done stuff all in. Uh, I'll just slowly work my way through all those and get them done. I'm back in uh, Ice Crown at the moment, trying to open up uh, more dailies up there and, and getting those done. Um, oh, the, the, uh, so I've been figuring out, uh, I've been getting, collecting and doing all these daily quests, especially those elementals up in Storm Peaks, getting lots of eternal earth and eternal, what's the other one? I forget, air maybe? Yeah. I think, and, oh, yeah, I should be, should be able to, to transmute those because Hyde's an alchemist and, um, you know, back in Burning Crusades, you, you've got all these, you butte. Yeah, transmute. I remember the one I had uh, used every day for for weeks and months was transmute earth to life because you know I'd buy earth for like two gold and transmute it to life and sell it for twenty five. Yeah, I could do that on, on these Eternals, and it occurred to me that I didn't have any of these uh, Eternal transmutes, and um, it was just because of the way that I'd I'd leveled it. Um, there was a, a gem transmute that that's really um, was not profitable at all, and I hadn't done it. And the only other transmute he had was was um, titanium, serenite to uh, titanium. And um, I thought, oh, I'll, I'll do one of those. And I did one of those, and and immediately got um, you know discovery. You've learnt to transmute, and it was, you know it was something useless like you know fire to earth or something. Right. <laughs> fire is the most expensive one. <laughs> right, and you want to make it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, and I'd actually read somewhere that, and, and it didn't work, but uh, maybe it just didn't work for me and, and some other people can do it. I'd actually read somewhere that if you, you get all the mats to make a whole bunch of elixirs and, and have them ready there and then do your daily you know, um, Saranite transmute, if you get a discovery out of it, uh, immediately start making a whole bunch of elixirs because you'll, you'll start discovering stuff with all the elixirs that you make. And I tried it; it didn't work. So, <laughs> but uh, I've so I've been doing that. I've been um, just transmuting Saranite every day, and and I've probably you know the last seven days I've probably done it six days, and I've probably learnt four. I reckon I missed a couple of days, uh, and there's a couple there that you know, it's still not still not fantastically great, um, but um, still useful ones. So yeah, if you're if you're a um, uh, especially a transmute specialist out there, alchemist, um, just because it's the transmute for serenite is green and it and it's not very possible, profitable. Uh, still do it every day because you'll you'll learn discovery, um, some some useful uh, eternal transmutes. That's pretty much been my week. You know, bunch bunch of uh, heroics and things, and I'm still running. It's still, I think the the most difficult heroic that I ran this week, which is really weird is um Ankehet. that one's um, very hard old kingdom the, is the hardest one well the the uh um what's the other one in there uh asjol narub sorry the, the first boss on asjol narub i reckon that first boss on asjol narub in heroics is, pr- is probably the, the hardest fight because you've got those um, oh, the skirmishers. The skirmishers. The, the three, no there's three separate table. mobs. No aggro table. And, and they cast, you know, some other mob cast web on you and some other mob 
you know, blinds everybody and you can't heal and you can't DPS and the skirmish has got no aggro table so they're running around, you know, killing the healers and if you if you get out too far, you know, another group pulls and if you take too long, you know, another group pulls and it's like, oh my God. So, you know, even a really strongly geared uh, group, you know, we're still wiping on that. <laughs> I think that the the time we actually got it down, it was funny. It was it was because the uh, the graveyard is is so close. It was it was a situation of uh, the tanks died. Um, I think I forget who, who who was tanking. I think it was a paladin healer who was just standing there healing themselves, and the tank <laughs> ran back in and got aggro again and then one of the other a, a DPS died and, and uh, he ran back in and so it was a situation of, yeah, it, it wasn't pretty but uh, yeah, we actually, three or four of us died and, and managed to run back in before the, the boss aggroed and you couldn't run back in and, and got him down but that's a horrible fight, that, that really is, that needs some nerfing and because once you get past that you know, the rest of the, the instance is cake <laughs> it's just like this first boss is so demoralising but um, and yeah, we actually ran uh, Old Kingdom. So you've, you've run Old Kingdom on Heroic? Yeah, and, that, and that, yeah. the faceless one is, is the barrage. He's, real, he's so, so hard, I always die because I, I've, only, I've only run him on Glanther and he's a ranged DPS. So the second that you have to go and fight your party members, they just <laughs> pawn, like they, they pawn me, you know, like... I can't. Yeah. I can't do anything. As soon as they come within like two feet of me, they just wail upon me, and then I have like the the priest healer beating me to death with his little crappy mace, and I'm just like, <laughs> ow, ow, ow. And my pet is useless. My pet's there, like cowering in the corner, like, oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, they always yeah. abandon me. So I, I had fun on that because because it's really it's it's like stick on your PvP gear. It's 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 just a big PvP fight. Yeah, that um, yeah, the uh, paladin Sig Sigurn was in there. He's a he's a paladin healer, and I, t- I tell you, they're impossible to kill. You can't impossible, kill them. can't kill them. So I I just as like as soon as I got phased out, I did a howl of terror to just fear anybody that was in front of me, and then look for Sigurn and feared him, and and then you know, started killing the rest of them because uh, that was that was yeah really hard. Because when but, uh, when you kill all of the other members, then you come out of the trance and you can then go and help your other teammates, others. right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think that next time I go on, on Glanther, I'm just going to feign death and <laughs> uh, wait for everyone else to come and help you. Come yeah. and help me. <laughs> and be like, help. Oh. I don't know if that would work. I don't know if they would if they would fall for that. I mean, yeah, maybe they'll be resisted. It's nothing worse than when you're ready to feign death, and then it's resisted, and they yeah, and they still come at you. Yeah, but yeah, I actually enjoyed that, which was which is surprising for me because it is just like PvP. But you know, the, I guess it's more programs. Yeah, the the paladins healers was was just healing anybody that I was damaging, so I couldn't kill them. And, uh, <laughs> It's, it was it was quite tough, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, we got through it. So that's a, a, another achievement uh, towards getting all the the heroic achievements. But um, and the last thing we did was, which was probably the first thing I did uh, this week, was um, we had organised another uh, raid on all the the alliance 
towns to get uh, more people their bears. And I kind of struggled in at the, at the at the tail end. They'd already done Iron Forge and and Exodar and um, uh, Darnassus. Oh, and they were all they were all in Stormwind. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And and the plan was actually we we're going to run into Stormwind Harbour. We actually um, put uh, death uh, death knights into the into groups and put on Path of Frost, and we <laughs> we just ran up over the water <laughs> in Stormwind Harbour and and ran up to the keep and and wiped as as we do every time that we've tried to do that, get into Stormwind Keep. And there was some guy that had obviously been following them around all night. And he and uh, on my second account, I'm I'm logged into the Alliance side, and he's saying <laughs> they're going to res in the room to the right. You know, don't run off. They're just going to they're going to because you he knew precisely what we we're going to do is they'll res in the room right, and and they're just going to wait and around in ghosts until you get bored and, and walk off. And as soon as you guys have wandered off, they're all going to res and, and, and pull the king in there and kill him. <laughs> and, and so all these people hang around for a while and they start drifting off. He's going, no, come back, come back. They're, they're going, <laughs> <laughs> and, and so um, what we ended up doing, and, and he, he must have had spies as well because um, he must have logged into the, an alt on the, on the horde side and, and you know, even if we're dead, you you do a you know, slash who stormwind, and it's, 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 it's like there's 45 of them still in stormwind. So he said, "Okay, right, what we'll do? We'll all log out, and we'll log into our alliance tunes and you know, start giving misinformation." So, so right. we all logged out and logged into. Well, how Machiavellian! It's just like <laughs> you know uh, what was going on in World War II. Like everyone was trying to freak everyone else out. Yeah. And it was really funny because we logged in and we started saying, oh, they've all headed to Darnassus. They're going to kill Darnassus. And lo and behold, somebody else on the Horde side had organized a pug and they're heading to Darnassus. <laughs> <laughs> and so a whole bunch of them buggered off and then other people got bored and you know, we waited for about 10 minutes. We logged back into the, into the Horde and uh, immediately uh, we'd had a, a, a dummy uh, there was a, a a few groups who were set up to dummy, and and they res first in the other room, and had all the the alliance run into there, uh, you know, kind of sacrificial lambs. Meanwhile, the real raid resed in the other room and and healed up and and pulled the king in and started DPSing him down. And as soon as because there were so many of us and just AOEing, as soon as any alliance ran into that room, they were just dead. <laughs> and, and this guy's like. See, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't they, believe me. <laughs> didn't believe me. They, they, they tried to organise a resistance and get in there, but uh, no, we had it hands down by then. It was it was great. You uh, know, I, you know, I I listen to a lot of other podcasts, and sometimes I want to say something in response, and I I I'm such a chicken that I don't want to, but I'm going to say something. Somebody was complaining on one of the podcasts that. Other people were doing what, you know, what was going on, that they were keeping people from getting it. And they were thinking that, well, why don't they just let players go in and kill these guys? But isn't that defeating the whole spirit? Yeah. Isn't it, isn't it more exciting when you actually have a challenge? That's kind of like just... playing capture the flag and being like, look, they're going to get your flag anyway. Might as well just right. like go into your yeah. base, your flag, and then go. You know, it's like, that's not how it works. <laughs> right. And I think it's great that people are fighting back. And, you know, they were saying the same thing about the elders, but I think it, it's more of a uh, an achievement, <laughs> for oh, lack it, of a better word. Yeah. 
No, it, we, we would we would stop doing it. It'd be just so boring if there was no resistance. If you just right. walked in with another mob, you just walked in and and killed them. There'd be, be no challenge in that at all. It's you know it's a great challenge, and and I really enjoy that the, that the alliance fought back. You know, some guy had actually uh, emailed sent a mail to to Stig you know, on his um, horde alt saying you know. <laughs> Um, before we'd even done the fight, you know, or, or he whispered him or something, saying, uh, "Next time, come up with a better game plan and, and some some players that can play." And, and so, of course, so then we we killed him, and Stig told us who it was. So we, we all sent him an email to, to, thanking him for his wise advice. And we'll consider that as our new war bears are, are chewing down on your gnomes. <laughs> how cool! How how That's wonderful! Cool. Yeah. yeah. So what about you, Glantha? What have you been up to this week? What's it like over on the light side? So, um, I've been doing a lot of uh, a lot of heroics on both Glanther and uh, Arlaris. So Glanther only has Wormrest Accord, and then he's exalted with all five. Oh so wow! Right, yeah. So right now he's revered with uh, Wormrest. As soon as he's Done with the worm rest, then he's going to be exalted with everything. And it's so nice now being exalted with the Karen Tor. If nothing else, that that the the ring that you can buy from the um, the jewelry shop is now only six thousand gold instead of eight thousand gold. <laughs> um, <laughs> what a bargain! <laughs> what a bargain! But one of the things with uh, that that ring is that if you buy the ring, it is also an achievement. Uh. So it's it's kind of like when I got the um, must the, be a bloody good uh, ring. Well, it, it, I mean, it, it's actually a pretty nice ring. It's an epic ring, um, but it's it's like if you buy the um, the gigantic sack from right. um, um, Harris, Harris Pilton or yeah. Harris Pilton, um, you get an achievement saying like my sack is gigantic. <laughs> um, and so, like, I'll I'll be able to have one of those like in your face. It's almost like driving around a BMW when like everyone sees that you just bought that ring, and they're like, "Really, you bought that?" And you're like, "Yeah, that's right." Um, <laughs> and, and then, um, our um, our Laris, he's slowly kind of uh, getting up there with the Argent Crusade. He's been doing heroics. I ran. Oh, it was so great today. I I just today. Um, one of the reasons why um, when I was. I got home and I was going to take a little nap before the podcast, but then I got invited to go to the to Nexus on Heroic, and the group that I was in was like, you know, need if you need and greed if and everything else. So I was like, okay, and I was able to get a new um, neck, a new um, necklace, a new um, hands, new plate. Um, I was able to get. Um, a spell book, and I was also able to get the like one of the best healing maces in the game. The the oh, awesome the mace of unrequested uh, unrequited love. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was, but it's it. I mean, it looks awesome. And I found you know running with um, Alaris after that, we were like, oh, it was a pretty good group. And then we went to um, a guard keep, and uh, we we ran that, and I found. I'm getting much better with healing, though. We wiped on the end boss. We, we, I, we wiped on um, Ingvar, the plunderer, because there are these pillars that are there. And uh, the tank, you know, kind of brought him behind one of those pillars, and I wasn't able to get around that pillar because, oh, you know, LOS, 
line of sight. And, and, you know, he was behind that pillar for less than a second and then boom, dead. And then after we all wiped, he, he kind of um, just in the party chat, he was like, LOS question mark. And I was like, yep. He's like, figured. <laughs> oh, good. So he understood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, let me guess, LOS. And I was like, I couldn't get to you in time because the second he went behind that pillar, he just blah, dead. Um, and then in the Nexus, there was also a um, um, one of the warriors that was a Fury warrior. So they were DPS warrior. They kept grabbing the aggro from you know the the tank because they were critting so much and then and they'd be dead before i would be able to you know heal them because I, i'm i'm looking at the tank right i'm focusing on yeah. the tank and then all yeah. of a sudden they all all three four mobs turn to dps and <laughs> dead and splat. so I'm, it's splat and they're plate wearers too so there was a mage in the in the back, and he was, you know, he, I, I could tell that he was a, a little gnome mage, and he was a little scared because <laughs> he's kind of cowering behind me, like, oh, <laughs> protect me, protect me. It's it's uh, actually amazing how squishy um, fury warriors are without a, a shield. You know, even though they're wearing plate, it, it doesn't take much for them to die. No, because it, 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 the shield is is uh, is really very nice. And in fact, um, on Alaris, I got I have a level seventy eight shield. I'm saving up my badges of heroism to get um, a better shield from the vendor. But um, I the spell book dropped, and the the spell books are are really for priests. You know, they they have um, this one doesn't have any spirit, but like I have a cloak that gives me spirit. Um, but I keep around because it was an upgrade for my last one. But I'm looking to get rid of it because spirits don't do spirit doesn't do anything for paladins. There's um, like oh. it, it, it it will it will go and it will um, help with you know mana regeneration um, like after battle. But like it's it's really like paladin healers. It's all about intellect and crit rating. Because like you, you don't you don't have as many you don't have as big a mana pool as you would get with like a with a priest, and when you do heal, you have to make every heal count. So you want to go and you want to, you know, do a holy light, which takes a huge amount of your mana away. But when you go and you lay it down, it does fifteen thousand, <laughs> you know, heals, and you're like, well, boom, there you go, you're fine. And then you kind of wait a few seconds, and then you kind of build up some more mana, and then you do it again. Um, or either that or you just kind of spam. Um, flash of light, you just kind of throw that all over the place. It's, it's almost, almost like throwing pixie dust on people. Like flash of light, flash of light, flash of light. You know, just kind of going around, just kind of dropping it on people. Um, but I found that healing is much, much easier when you have a just a a, a group that really understands like how the group. Um, how group dynamics work when you're running, especially heroic dungeons. Um, sure. And, you know, rolling Alaris as a, as a healer is probably the best thing I, I could have done for Glanther, which is, you know, it sounds strange, but um, I've been in groups where the DPS was really, like, not cutting it. And what basically ends up happening is the tank is being pummeled. You're there healing the tank. And the DPS isn't up to snuff. You know, you run out of mana trying to heal that tank, and they're not, and they're not able to burn that mob down fast enough. So yep. it, it made me become more aware of, like, you know, how um, 
like how glamp they're done. Because there, there are times when like I would be in like a group and I'd be kind of, I don't know, because like hunters are kind of the easy button, right? You're like steady shot, steady shot, steady shot, camera shot, steady shot, steady shot. You know, it's kind of do the thing. But then I started, you know, thinking like, you know, I need to go in there and, and, and be more like cognizant of like, you know, how many times am I critting? Should I go and pop rapid fire? Should I go and um, do a misdirect on the tank just in case if I can, you know, and, and, and do little other little things because I like, you know, pull my, pull my weight um, mm-hmm. in the group. And, um, there was um, running with a great tank is really is just amazing because I ran it with a tank and I he kept dying and he kept it was kind of um, he wasn't mean about it but he was like come on man and what's the, what's the matter why you, why aren't you healing me and then I kind of realized when running with a good tank is that if you are a tank you have to have a lot of hit points it really is that simple you know because you're going to get pummeled and when you have Pretty people much. yeah when they have you know thirty thousand you know um, um, health and they have a shield and they're able to kind of dodge and and parry then i can actually you know send off you know a holy light and then do other stuff too i can take a look at the other people and you know make sure they're okay maybe dispel some poison and go back to the tank and he's still okay you know like he, he doesn't die if i turn my eyes for like two seconds Right. And so, to, like, to all the good tanks out there, you know who you are. Thank you very much. You make, you make my life a little bit, a little bit easier. And I, I've seen good tanks, too. I mean, when I was with Glanther, we did, um, I did a, a Drakthoron Keep run where we did every single achievement, and the tank in there was, like, godly. He was able to basically tank um, King Dread with all six of, like, the, uh, of the raptors, just pummeling him. Paladin? Um, he was actually a warrior. Wow. Which is like, which made it even more godly. I was like, wow, you yeah. are a, <laughs> amazing. Yeah. A, a little, a little dwarf. Um, but I mean, he, I mean, he, he looked menacing. Like the armor that he had was pretty menacing. He must've been in most, <laughs> like, <laughs> he must've been in like, if two, you say so. Dwarves <laughs> can be kind of menacing. They can be. Yeah. Uh, no, Make not. your ankles tinkle. <laughs> Oh, don't dwarves <laughs> and gnomes confuse. Oh, okay. All right, you're right. Me. So I have seen, I have seen um, gnome death knights, and I, I don't know. I have a gnome death knight, and it's just funny. The swords go on through the, the floor, yeah. Right, and on that charger, they just look, hmm? Did you make it for a bank halt? No, it's my, I'm, I made an alliance uh, Nelf and gnome pair. They're really cute together. <laughs> <laughs> When you can see the gnome. You see she's up under the skirt of the Nelf, who's, of course, bouncing up and down. Yep. Because <laughs> she has to go to the bathroom. Must be hard to bounce you <laughs> play like that. <laughs> can it understand is. them bouncing like that when you're wearing cloth or leather, but, geez, bouncing like that in play. Yeah. yeah. You know. Clang, wow. clang, clang. Mm. <laughs> And then uh, the last, um, the last kind of big thing that we, we I tried to do um, Obsidian Sanctum twenty five in a heroic, um, and we tried to do it with one Drake still up, because like depending on the number of in Obsidian Sanctum you have three like boss dragons, and then you have the main boss dragon, yep. and you can 
leave the dragons up and then go and just fight the main um the main boss and the more the more of the um any dragon that you didn't kill will come and join like the main boss fight and if you if you keep all three dragons alive and you kill them and the main boss he dro- he drops extra stuff like he drops wow. yeah he drops like extra like <laughs> that loot. would be epic yeah, it, it's like it's like epic. Now we tried it with one. No, <laughs> it was a bloodbath. And so what we did was we 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 couldn't do it with um we couldn't do it with one. We kept wiping, and so we finally killed we killed him, and then we went and we did it again. And the um the the raid leader it was it was a pickup group, and I was on vent, and uh, the raid leader was getting a little pissed off <laughs> near the end when he was like, okay, okay, so when a uh, question for you. If you were walking down the street and you saw a massive wall of lava coming towards you, would you A, run away from it, or B, stand there and let it hit you? Think fast now. And people were like, come on, man, it's hard. Because like, basically big walls of lava come <laughs> across yeah. this little island. And like, there's these big holes it, in between <laughs> you know, where you can go and you can save. And people kept getting hit by it. And eventually he had, the, he had this great... <laughs> I don't know what kind of mod it is, but it was a fantastic mod where if you got hit by the lava, it would in in raid chat it would be like, so and so got hit by the lava wall. Shame. <laughs> 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 and every every time I went by, there were four or five people. He had the same thing too for the Drakes. If you got caught in like their void, and I got caught in one of their voids once, but I mean, so I mean, but I, I that was the first time I had fought those those Drakes. So I was right. like, okay, but I, I, at least that one particular, in that particular instance, um, but like the, the main, the main guy there, like I knew about those, those lava flows. And I mean, it very, it's very simple. It says the lava is churning and then you look to see which side it's coming from and then you just move like 10 feet to miss that, that wall. So people just are being kind of lazy and just being like, you know, tell me where it is. When's it coming? And he's like, look, by the time that I tell you invent, the lag will go and <laughs> you'll be dead already. So yeah. But it was kind of funny. So at the end, like uh, out of the twenty-five man group, like ten of them died, and and he was like, "We we were gonna let you sit there for for a, a minute or two, <laughs> you, so that way you can kind of think about what you've done. Mm. <laughs> Contemplate. What do you do when a wall of lava comes towards you? And think about yeah. that hard. Um, and I got yeah, I mean, the first the first time that I was in there, I I didn't know where I could stand and, um, and then I figured out where I could stand but you know, that was when it was coming from the left and, and no one had said oh by the way it can come from the right as well and you've got to stand somewhere different <laughs> it's like so yeah but once it's once it's explained and you and you see the mechanics of it it's it's pretty easy to avoid it's it's not like the safety dance that one's hard no. the hate one that one's hard um, yeah. but this one is I mean it's much it's much easier but <laughs> Speaking of Drakes, um, on my Facebook page, my, my status <laughs> the other day for all of my friends and family to see was OMG Bronze Drake because <laughs> I, <laughs> I was uh, in the culling of Stratholm and the Bronze Drake, reigns of the Bronze Drake dropped and they all greeted and I won it. Oh, congrats. Oh, wow. 
I, I run around and it, it, like my, my title is Obsidian Slayer Glanther and I'm riding around on my bronze drake, neither of which I deserve, but both of which I flaunt. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> That's <laughs> excellent. Congrats, yeah, man. You were in the right place at the right time. That's right place right. at the right time. So, but it was funny because I had friends on my Facebook being like, bronze drake, what? And I'm like, you, you have to. But like, there were a couple of people that I, I work with that were like, Really, that's awesome! I think kind of like, quite, like on my <laughs> Facebook page, there, like that's great. It was kind of funny seeing how like some people knew what it was, and then it made the people who didn't know what it was even more sketched out because there were all these people who didn't know what I was talking about. So. <laughs> uh, awesome! So that was so. It's been it's been a really it's been a good oh, it's been a, a good, good week for, for Lara Sand. Yeah. So, what have you been doing, Aprilian? All right, what have I been doing? Okay, well, <laughs> my RFA is over. And uh, I have to move on. Uh, Let's have a moment of silence. <laughs> and I am not doing a third. I refuse to allow myself to do another one. It's it's just crazy cuz you know, I have a each time I do a new one, I have to abandon one of my counts. Sure. Four counts is the maximum I can have. So, like my last transfer yeah. in the Moran over the place. Right, exactly. My last account, I, I, there's a um, a shaman. No, what's the one that the druid, the one that goes to Moonglade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Druid. Druid. Yes. <laughs> Whom mm-hmm. I was very, very uh, fond of that I had to leave behind, and so uh, there's no one on this account. These accounts that I want to uh, my. You know, I have the three ones I had originally, and then this fourth one, and I don't want to. I don't want to go through that again. I mean, I, I love the XP. Actually, what I really love more than the XP was the summoning. Yeah, I could <laughs> yeah. tell. Yeah, and and I really didn't use it the to the best of you know advantage because the thing you're supposed to do is really level a couple of characters to sixty, and then have one of the sixties give. 30 levels to another character and you end up with 360s or, you know, give very, but I was like just loving pulling people around and, you know, I did level a bunch of my lower alts to like 10 and 20 and I managed to reach one of my goals, which was have at least a level 20 warlock on three accounts. So I do, which would make for summoning a lot easier. So I'm back to the old stuff. Uh, Tuesday morning before regular maintenance. So, so sorry. So, uh, what are you left with? Are you are you keeping the four accounts, or I'm keeping the four accounts. Okay. Yeah, I like I like having four accounts, mainly because I can run two on each computer, and uh, I can run two, three. Well, together I run three at the max, or I run two separate ones together. You know, that's the best. So sometimes I'll run three people and have one uh, tune doing something by themselves. Usually Aprilian's off doing dailies while I have the two Dark Knights uh, running around Outland along with Auric, who is the 66 Tauren Hunter. And that's working out pretty well. Because my goal now, <laughs> and you always have to have goals, otherwise yeah. you're just floundering. Is to have is to quad box in Outland, and I, I I'm really looking forward to this because uh, Elite is a um, 
Elite is an is a herbalist and inscriptor, and she'll be able to pick flowers. Uh, her herbalism is now at 350, and she's getting you know more and more every day. April is a minor jewel crafter, so she'll be able to you know mine. And and Oric is a skinner, so that'll be cool. So you know we'll have fun in Outlands. We'll be able to get all the ore we want, get all the leather we want, and uh, we'll have. Lots of cloth, and Aprilian can tailor her heart out, and it's just going to be an awesome foursome. <laughs> but we have to get there. <laughs> and they're at 66, and I forgot how much of a grind it is, you know, between 66 and 68. But one of the nicest things is that I am in Blade's Edge, which is one of the the zones I skipped with the Prillian because she went from the Grand and she didn't even finish most of the Grand. She just did some stuff in the Grand to Netherstorm and Netherstorm to Outland. So I think I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do Blades Edge and then I might do uh, the other side of Area 52 in Netherstorm. Okay. Yeah, because yep. we never even got up that far. I was trying to do all of the Grand <laughs> with the Death Knights and Auric, but my ADD kicked in. <laughs> And I just can't run around there anymore. Although I, I want to go back one more time and at least try to take Hala. Because I figured out where the Griffins were to do the bombing raid. But uh, so for right now, um, I did use, oh, Tuesday morning before the regular maintenance, before everything was over, um, I did use Veil. Oh, no, no, this was afterwards. This was afterwards. Because, you know, I was summoning people before the RFAF, but afterwards I was able to get Veil to Netherstorm and then get Auric and Aprilian out there, and then they could uh, make the summoning. And I really love the summoning portal. I know I've never said it before, but it's just neat to be able to do it with just two people once you get the portal. And um, so I had I took them to the Death Knights to Netherstorm, and they were doing pretty good. They could kill stuff easily, but because they were sixty six, they weren't getting any quests. Right. And you know, I mean, I know there's two schools of thoughts on that. You can grind and gain, but you just feel more purposeful if you're questing while you're grinding. Don't you think? Yeah, I don't usually grind that much, so. So, yeah, you you mostly quest. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, before the questing was more important with the RAF because they did get extra points along with the the quest, and but now they because they're over sixty, it didn't matter. So, so one of the things I really want to do is that I'm lacking as an engineer, because I did transfer off an engineer, but it was okay because she was never going to get past 55 so um so my one of my, my other plans now is i have two alliance dark knights as i mentioned one of them is a dwarf no one of them is a gnome and one of them is is a nelf and um they're in the starting area and i forgot how much i love the starting area for the dark knight death knight <laughs> uh, how long has it been since i've yeah, been trying it must be a couple of weeks now since i've been back there <laughs> a couple of weeks <laughs> really yeah. are you started a new one recently yep oh okay how about you Glantha no I only have Sangfroid it was a little while ago but mm -hmm. um, 
that was it's it's always a lot of fun doing it. Like I could make a new death uh new death night every couple of months, I think. Yeah, it's really fun. I mean, I forgot, you know, the phasing part is neat when you start moving to the other areas. And, you know, um I I don't get what the whole thing was about the swords of persuasion. It was kind of fun, but not, you know, I didn't bother my conscience that much. Uh, uh, yeah. And so um so I'm doing them whenever I need a break from the others. I haven't finished. I only got a, as far as right now they're in that uh, encampment and not in the encampment in that build the building where they have to get that fight for that guy and he puts them in the bubble. They've been sent to get the registry from that one building, the Scarlet mm-hmm. Hole. Yep. And then they have to fight that other guy, and I just have them sitting there, and I'll come back and get them. But, um, so Evergrown in in uh, Blade's Edge is kind of neat. It's it's very different. You know, there's the wooded area, then you run up on that mountain, and you're almost in the place that looks like, you're almost in a place that looks a lot like Bashir's Landing. And I've oh, been... Yeah. Yeah, I've been enjoying that quest going through there, and and, uh, and there's lots of mining and lots of uh, there's lots of uh, herbalism, and it's nice that there's a lot of uh, animals there too because Oryx's been skinning. A couple of times I've been on just my laptop, like when I'm at work on my break or whatever. So if I do that, I'll just bring out Oryx and one of the Death Knights because I hate to leave the skinning alone. Uh, but Oric, who's a hunter, saw a scalwig serpent that was red, and he had to have one. <laughs> I, you know, I did. I cast the lore thing on, and I saw that they were they were tameable. So we ran back to. We had to go back to um, that village. What's the name of that village? Mongolian or whatever, because uh, Evergrove, Evergrove didn't have. Uh, stable, so we had to fly back, but it was no big deal. The only stupid thing is when you do go to that village, even though you're in Blade's Edge, you have to go through Netherstorm. You have to go through Area 52. <laughs> right. Yeah, so that was no big deal. So um, she went back to the stable, and she had her Ravager that was a level 60, 65 that she liked just because it was purple. And she, was, she didn't want to just abandon it because she liked this one she liked it but she hadn't even named it it was still named ravager <laughs> but, oh, <slacker>. <laughs> i know but when she went to get to she was just gonna originally buy another stable slot because there, there's now there's two extra ones since uh, wrath and she hadn't been back to one since before wrath but and it was only 50 gold and she had the money but she looked in the stable and there was a level 61 ravager in the same color <laughs> <laughs> she must have went to tame it when she had some other animal and forgot that she already had a ravager. So, if you're a hunter and you haven't been to yours, it's stable lately. You might want to go back and check it to see what's in there. Of course, I think she, only an, an ultraholic like yourself with that many hunters could possibly forget possibly, what yeah. pets that they have in the stables. <laughs> so she brought out the sixty-one ravager, ran up back to the uh, that that area. Uh, and uh, she got the per- the red scale serpent. Of course, scale wind serpent. Of course, when she tamed it, it shrunk. 
Yeah. And she did the quest where you have to find uh, these treats for for the uh, for somebody in this other village. You have to get the serpent flesh and the boar's rib. And you get all the boar's rib, which is hard to get the serpent f flesh. Because every time you kill one of those guys, they drop just a feather and not, not the flesh. Well, after she turned it, got finally, you know, killed a bunch of them. Uh, actually, the three of them at different times were trying to kill a bunch of them. And they ended up taking forever just to get six all together. Right after they turned the question, what happens when they go and kill some more? Serpent flesh all over the place. <laughs> all of a sudden, just because they finished the quest, they, they get lots of serpent quests, serpent flesh. Oh, and while uh, Auric was up there, oh gosh, they ran into... Mogar, this rare elite. Does that sound right? Mm, not one that I remember. Uh, I can tell you exactly. And they ended up getting medium rare as an achievement. Ooh. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And that's one for um, just um, killing a, the, one of the people in this particular list. Oh, is it a feat of strength? I think it is. Nope, it's not. It's a day. The medium rare is one of the explorer. Um, it's just killer rare mob, isn't it? Yeah, and it's and it's a whole it's a whole list. Oh, it's it are these? So is this list all the rare mobs? You think? Yeah. So from from that, from that list, you pick you get any one of them. Yeah. So that was nice. It's just really funny when you're off somewhere and you're doing something and all of a sudden you get that bring and you've got an achievement. <laughs> and it's for something that you didn't even think you, you know, was going to be an achievement. So that was kind of neat. So at the same time, I've had a brilliant and at, literally at the same time, <laughs> uh, you know, she does her dailies and she still hasn't gotten that five daily requests. I guess that's still bugged because every time it's i guess the server sets that resets the uh five daily quest thing but she realized she went to the trainer and she realized she could make ebon weave now and uh moon shroud mm -hmm. but she had no clue where to go <laughs> wow wiki my friend well wow, right wiki. that's what she did she went to wow wiki and she found out she needed to go to dragon blight and she needed to go to one place called emerald dragon shrine to make the moon shroud which she had she just she had gotten you know she's not in uh, in northrend at all so she wouldn't have, maybe if she was out there she would have stumbled over these things so um she ended up taking the uh zeppelin from Ogremar, Taborian Tundra for the first time <laughs> and she's running around that building in Borean Tundra trying to figure out where the freak is the road <laughs> it's not very clear you know it's have you know what I'm around talking that, about yeah around that area it's, there's not it's, it's yeah. kind of it peters yeah. out and and all of a sudden there yeah, there is no real road to follow Right. Oh, well, first of all, in the building itself, you end up on some elevator. The I, She did get the flight path, which was good, but it was, like, way on the other end. And at, at, at the flight path, she thought, okay, maybe there's some steps over here. And she almost went straight ahead, but it's just a drop <laughs> off of the edge of the building. So it was good that she didn't go straight ahead. But she finally figured out the road, and she ran all the way through Borean Tundra. There was a few mobs attacking her, but, you know, as long as she kept going. 
And it was only until she got into Dragon Blight that she was running through some snow area and uh, some giant tree thing killed her. But, you know, she had her moon, her um, soul stone on and she rezzed again and she managed to run all the way down to um, through the snow and then to the coast and, and swam up the coast. And she finally met, um, uh, what are those people called? The, the walruses? The... Tuska. Tuska. Yep. Yeah, she finally met them for the first time, but you know she was just there for a, a quick visit. So when they said, she, "Thanks for the flight did, path. Catch you later." Yeah, that was it. Bye. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> I'll be back. And then she swam to Emerald Dragon Shrine and made the Moon Shroud. So and once she was at uh, Mokar Harbor, once you get there, there's the flight path to Dalaran's right there. So she can now. Just hearth to Dollar and take the flight path and go to Mokar Harbor, which is going to be great. She won't have to run all the way through all that. So, um, I made the Moon Shroud. I don't know what I'm going to do with it because I, I don't know if I have any recipes. Probably should put it on the auction house. Speaking of the auction house, making lots of money, I finally, you know, I've been sending uh, the glyphs that I've been making to a bank on because at first uh she was the dark knight the death knight was uh actually making them and putting them in the auction house but that was just crazy because you know then she has to monitor everything so I'm, i sent her to a bank on i oh i put my haunted uh memento um for <laughs> on the ah uh. and i got 400 gold <laughs> <laughs> that's nuts I don't even remember where I got them from. Where did I get it from? Did somebody somebody tossed it to me, right? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you can. You can toss them to people. But uh, I forget where. I think it was during the the pre-Wrath uh, event. The Scourge? The Scourge? The Scourge thing. The, yeah, scourge. <laughs> the Scourge. Scourge event. <laughs> I think you picked them up from mobs during that. Okay. But I'm pretty I sure that now, but, uh, one yeah, of the, yeah, I'm pretty I'm, sure I'm, that one. I'm still being followed by about four of them, four of my tunes. Yeah, well, you can. Well, they're, they're like a pet that you don't that don't doesn't count as a pet, so you can actually have two pets. They're kind of slow. If you go mm. too fast, they they you know they have to catch up with you. But yeah, they catch up eventually. Yeah, what's really funny though is when you go into an area that's laggy. They're the first things that show up. If you go into an area and no other NPCs, no other uh, players are around, and somebody has one, that shows up right away. So I don't know what the uh, yeah, I don't know what the uh, mechanics is on that. Trishel, um, I mean Pramal, my enchanter, is getting up there in enchanting, and she's at uh, three twenty four. Which is going to make her pretty soon, you know, one of my highest enchant. Well, my highest enchanter she is. And she's going to be doing pretty well. I love the fact that uh, my inscriptor is able to send her vellum. Yeah, and, you know, love vellum. And, yes, because I'm actually making money on the auction house on selling uh, enchants. <laughs> Whoever thought that you could actually do that. Yeah. And, and selling... Uh, glyphs and of course the secret is you got to scan the auction house you, you scan 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 and then go back and check and put stuff up uh making in the last week 
No, last five days, I've made over 600 gold on the Alliance Auction House selling pets. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, I love Alliance. They are such pet-happy people. <laughs> pet-happy. Yeah, of course, I'm. My, my big secret is undercutting. And, you know, it's kind of funny because I put up three at a time. And, and when it's no one's up there, I put them up as ten. And then somebody will undercut, and then I'll come back and undercut. And sometimes I'll have, like, three different groups oh, of pricing. Yeah, right. Or, you know, and usually each group has, like, a couple in it because I've sold some. But um, I'm undercutting, and I'm selling, and I'm making money. So that's what I've been doing. Okay, so we have... A submission from... Oh, not a submission. We have Blade, the Bladed Edge. You know, we should get some kind of theme music. <laughs> and something. Mm. You know, that, to introduce should we come up with section. something there? Yeah. Definitely. Good idea. Yeah. Bladed Edge. All right. Mission mm-hmm. for this week. All righty. So, Blade here. I was up rather late Friday night. So late that I did my dailies for the Wormrest Accord when... When a call to arms of sort came, a guildie, Mujitsu, needed help with the big three in Dragonblight. For those of you not quite there yet, hmm, are you talking about somebody specific there, Blade? <laughs> there are three quests from Ogmar's Hammer that involves an inevitable group as they want you to dispatch a trio of level 74 elites, each with around 100,000 health or so, across the the zone. As I was on Skull My Tank, I rose to the occasion. Maybe I'm patting my own back a little much, but Muji and I two-manned the elites down easily. Granted, we were both level 76, me a warrior tank, and Mujitsu a feral druid. But it seemed that I took very little, if any, damage from them. Does the level comparison thing scale that much? Was it my mad tanking <laughs> skills? <laughs> or was it the fact that my health bar didn't seem to go down at all f- that fast due to my having 20,000 health unbuffed? Hmm. Well, I thought it was pretty impressive. I'm told reliably that 27,000 is a mark to achieve for heroics and raid tanking. I'm making it a personal goal, goal to exceed 30,000 30, <laughs> once I hit 80. Yeah, good luck with that. Well, that's that's yeah. actually pretty good getting those guys down too many. I, I don't know whether he... So you get down those three and then there's a follow-on quest. It's a, a, a five-man uh, group quest to, to take down a dragon. So I'd uh, be keen to hear if he managed to, to two-man that as well. That would be very impressive. Yeah, that would be. I've been thinking about Aprilian's little problem, too. No more refer for instant summons. But what to do? How can you multi-box your tunes from one area to the next? Especially if one is on an epic mount, another on a normal mount, and a third with no mount at all. I don't know if this is a complete fix or just a band-aid solution. And it's a little pricey, but the benefit might shadow overshadow the cost of a traveler's tundra mammoth. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're thinking. 19,000 gold? Blade, are you as crazy as your old Uncle Throg? <laughs> well, yes, but that's not the point. 
lush leather exterior, all-terrain movement, decent mileage, and a lots of trunk space. Plus, the fuel cost is peanuts. <laughs> Talking about extra features, I've come across these mounts a couple of times when someone else was riding them and discreetly availed myself of their portable vendors. Really? You don't have to be in a group with them to use the vendors? No, no. He's just <gasps> oh, my gosh. I did not know that. If you actually go like track reagent you know, or, or track repair or something, <laughs> um, they're in Dalaran and they're like moving around. I was like, why is that reagent vendor running around so fast? <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, it's a mammoth. <laughs> and you just go up to them and go, there you go. Yeah, one on each side, saddlebag. You can repair and everything with them. Or, and here's the benefit to you and other multi-boxes specifically, bump the NPC vendors out of the saddlebags and you have space for not one, but two extra characters and plenty of leg room. You can literally move all three multi-box tunes around as one tightly packed unit. Wow. Oops. Need a vendor? Mount up. Your NPCs are right there waiting. Then bump the NPCs out again and you're ready to pull your multi-box miniatures miniature use around to further adventure. Wow. Have a pretty and take the twins out for a drag around Northrend, then hit 68. Ah, you say, so what? I can fly. Not in Northrend, at least not until level 77 and another thousand gold expenditure for the cold weather flying skill. Plus, Northrend is so massive, epic flying is almost a must-have. So that's another 5,000 per tune. Add it up, 18,000 for epic flying and cold weather flying for all three tunes when you hit level 77. What will you do until then? The mammoth might be the answer. Well, he's got a point. Hmm. Yep. You'd make 19,000 off, off selling your pets in no time. Time, yeah. 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 A, I just got to not waste any more money leveling up some uh, character that I'm not going to keep <laughs> all right from the dirty little tricks department as i approach the end level of 80 i've been thinking more and more about raiding and epic dungeons and how it could be made a bit more efficient in terms of crowd control i'm sure we've all encountered a scenario as whatever class of having multiple mobs attacking with the tank fighting to control all the aggro the healer fighting to keep the tank up and the dps running around willy-nilly drawing aggro from the additional mobs and then running away stand still already but that's a rant for another time here's a macro that might help sort things up this one's all about crowd control don't know who wrote it exactly, so props to wowwiki.com, where I found it. And, of course, this is in the show notes. Slash focus, bracket target equals focus, exists, no dead, and da-da-da-da-da. you just have to read the show notes. Cause it's yeah, it's just a bit hard yeah. to... Yeah. yeah. When I think crowd control, I think sheep. But shackle undead, or any other, pull them... Any other, pull the mob out of combat spell will work fine here. So put this macro where your crowd control spell will be. Once the target is identified for control, another target can be selected for damage or to be healed. With the crowd control target available to be controlled until it's time to take it down properly. WildWiki also states that it's common for people to add a shout line to warn off would-be sheep breakers. Something like slash yell controlling and then the uh, 
the symbol for the target. Percent T is your target. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And you then <laughs> you spank it, you yeah. tank it. <laughs> That's a great saying, that one. <laughs> so basically it tells people that you're, you're controlling that person and don't mess it up. Uh, that mob. And here's another utilitarian macro that more than one style of class might find useful. And it's cat slash cast target equals mouse over exist and the name of the spell. Basically, this one lets you mouse over but not click any enemy or group member or NPC and cast a chosen spell with a click of the macro button. This might make raid healing just a bit easier. Mouse over then hit the button saves you from clicking each raid member independently before you cast and with some of those bosses hitting super hard a second makes make all the dif uh, a second might make all the difference between some nice epic drops and a wipe mm. alternately this could be used by T dps with multiple target spells or by the tank to drop some threat onto a second mob without shaking up your button rotation to do so or tabbing, which might cause you to tab something completely not in the combat at the time. A potentially hazardous situation. I've done it. It sucked. Yep. <laughs> yes. So basically, the mouse over would create a pop-up, right? No, it, it's um, with a, a slash cast target equal mouse over. It, when you actually push the key on your keyboard, uh, rather than it acting on... Uh, who you're targeting, it acts on who the mouse is hovering over. Okay. So you know, if you're hovering the mouse over the main tank and, and hit the, the heal spell, then it's going to heal them. So, um, uh, I mean, that's that's you know, a, a way of doing it without mods, but, I mean, uh, a lot of people now use Healbot or some other mod to do, to do mass healing, but it's certainly a hell of a lot better than trying to uh, use the uh, standard... Uh, Default uh, group interface and, and clicking everything. I mean, to ask you, Glantha, what have, what are you using for the healing of your heroics? Um, I'm basically looking at the group list. I tried Healbot; it was a little complicated for me. I'm gonna. I liked it though, so I'm gonna go right. back to it. But I wanted to kind of, you know, um, learn to swim in the deep end, and then once I kind of have a good idea of like the feel of it, then I'm gonna go get all like all like the nice tools. Because kind of, kind of an, a strange kind of example, I guess, but I really feel this way. I never learned how to drive a stick shift for a car. I've always learned how to drive automatic. So because of that, if I ever wanted to go and drive a stick shift, I wouldn't be able to. Yep. So I feel like Healbot's kind of like an automatic. But I want to go and kind of learn how to do, like, do a pretty good job the old-fashioned way. And then you go and you get the mods to make it easier. But then once you understand like the kind of dynamics of healing, it'll, it will make more sense. Mm. But definitely so, Healbot is, is... So was it your healer that you did 25-man um, OS on? No, 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 no. That was Glanther. Oh, okay. okay I was going to say, <laughs> trying to heal a 25-man rain without something like Healbot. No, oh, no, Lord. No. Because right now I'm just kind of running heroics and and uh, just getting some practice in that way, and then once I um once I get you know better geared, I'll go and I'll start to kind of use Healbot. But I, when I when I play with new um when I when I play with new UI stuff, sometimes like it, it kind of throws me off a little bit because I'm paying attention to the UI and not the character. So <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to cause a wipe because the healer can cause a wipe. So. 
Indeed. All right, so he goes on to say, From Old Blade's Easter Egg Basket. When in the wetlands, either your alliance and you have quests there, or your horde and you have to do that thrice cursed mind-numbing run <laughs> from Hammerfall in the Arathi high, Highland to Cargoth in the Badlands. Yeah, yep. we've all done it. Personally, I say we hordes should commander the elf boats from Orbadine and conquer Menethar Harbor. <laughs> Save ourselves a lot of needless running around. Well, at least they put in a little something along the way. So to all of you who haven't yet made the epic journey from teenager to adulthood, I mean Arathi to Badlands, this one's for you. On the broken side of the bridge, from the south side, your alliance types will need to come here anyway to find the body of a missing dwarf. You will have to go inside the bridge. In the room where the dwarf is found, you will also find a mechanical arm and a glass container near the wall. Look quote closely. The arm even twitches now and then. Oh, wow. Mm. All in all, a pretty nifty nod to the 1991 movie Terminator 2. But then that brings up a question. If the dark Iron dwarves blew up the bridge, does that make the Alliance gnomes agents of Skylab? <laughs> hmm. I knew we had to call their numbers for a reason. Our very future is at stake. Speaking of robotics, let's all move let's move all the way out to Area fifty two and Netherstorm. Through a quest series, you're led to a goblin near town called Dr. Vermisa P H dot T Boom Experimentalist, who gives you a quest involving a robot. What's so special about my mic fell. <laughs> What's so special about this guy? Reverse his name, and the the quest name "You Robot" is also a clue. Oh, the proud goblin's name. Oh, is oh yeah, Asimov. The name, the guy, the goblin's name is a homage to who else but Isaac Asimov, one of the forefathers of science fiction literature. Oh, that's cool. I would say go. that he's a forefather. I would say that he is like the basically like the, the grand matron of like. Mm. Uh, yeah. And right. Of course, yeah. the you robot comes from his his uh, set of short stories. I robot. Right. Yeah. Um. I read the whole. Uh, who was the one with the Foundation series? Oh, yeah, that was a good one, too, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, I also... This is a red thing. Yeah, it's great. I also, I used to listen to them on tape. This was before. Before there was something called Audible Kids, there was this tape, cassette tape. tapes. Yeah, I was doing data entry overnight for several years, and I used to listen to tapes. And one of the tape, one of the books is actually read by him, and it's one of my cher. Oh, I still wow. have the tape. Yeah, yeah, awesome. I cherish that. Yeah, yeah. So, as always, an awesome podcast, guys. Lore Master Blade. Thanks, All Blade. Right. Thank you, Blade. A good job as usual. And that's that's really neat. Oh, and uh, I love that part about Terminator too. <laughs> I have to go check that out. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I was uh, I was watching The Crossroads the other day. Have you ever seen that movie with Ralph Macchio? No. No. Okay. Have you, Glantha? 
I was, I was like, no, I'm no. not. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a big Ralph. Well, I was, I had a crush on Ralph Macchio when I was younger. Anyway, so he plays a, a Juilliard guitar, um, uh, classical guitarist who wants to be a blues player. And he's trying to find Robert Johnson's lost um, 30th song. Robert Johnson's a favorite, a famous blues player who supposedly went to the crossroads and they show it in a fl- in a flashback with him going to the crossroad and Joe Morton plays uh the devil's assistant and I always thought that was kind of cool. I like Joe Morton and every- anything he's done. You know, he was in Terminator 2. No. no. He was in Eureka? No. Okay. I'll probably I recognize him if I saw him, no doubt. Well, Candid too. It's 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 three in the morning for me, so like right, I'd be yeah, able to recognize true. like Alec Guinness. You know, I'd be like that <laughs> Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston. Yeah. All right. Heston. So let's start with Rekha. the email. Uh, who wants to read the first? I'll one? go the first. Email okay. number one is from Keelhall. Thank you for clearing up my hunter kill shot question. I heard a newer listener to Control Out Wow ask about some starting to get about getting started with jewel boxing. I posted the below mini guide in the AIE forums a while back. It's pretty good for those who just want to try dual boxing out to see if they like it or not. Obviously, I don't expect you to read the below on air, but if you like, feel free to post it on the Control Out Wow site so your many non-AIE listeners can read it as well. Thanks again for the great podcast. I look forward to hearing all your in-game adventures each week. Keel Hall. Thanks, mate. We will. Yeah, we'll post it in a separate post uh, and reference you. Thanks. So it does seem to be a, a fairly regular question we get, doesn't it? So. Right. Yeah. Our so first, I'd... our first contribution to our FAQ. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one is from Mo, and I'll read that one. It says, "Hello, we can never say thank you enough. So thank you for your, for you on." your podcast to my last email about starting characters on the new fully locked realm Borean Tundra bad idea oh no it's okay it's not really I I was able to start characters on there have you tried no no, no okay but, but, I have but, a... the, but the point was yeah we you start on on a new server and you think oh this might be a good place to you know roll some alts and start a bit of a, a guild and you know before you know it it's full and locked yeah so that's yeah. pretty disappointing yeah, so I was able to start my new Alliance characters. I did start new ones with my referral friend. Love the triple XP. <laughs> I started a pally, named, pally female named Draenei named Sharam and a female druid night elf named Kasra. I was able to level them to 23 from Friday to Monday. <laughs> But wow, talk about a humbling experience. Starting from scratch was not fun and fun at the same time. It really makes me appreciate my main server, Balazar, and all my high characters and the gold, gold I can make with them. (laughs) It is very strange to go through a server where everything on the AH is in copper and silver and I can't even sell my copper or leather. And I was able to, for the first time... Tank and heal dead minds, or VC for Van Cleves, as some people call it. <laughs> I know it is a low instance, but wow, it is fun. 
click click between screens and more importantly I just yell at myself if I die <laughs> oh so I guess he dual boxed it yeah <laughs> even though I still hate pallies <clears throat> going back to pre BC days but protect spec is not bad so far I had no ideas pally had a taunt spell hand of reckoning and experiencing healing by druid is still a learning experience especially since on both characters I don't have enough to train all of my skills oh yeah. that's painful I couldn't you go have back to, to that. actually choose which skills you can train instead of just click boing, just click boing. <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah, no. So to go on, I have also I have also been able to experience a new add-on for me, Carbonite. I think that's how you spell it. It is another map quest tracker add-on. It's not bad and light. Only about six megabytes. After Quest Helper, I was using Lightheaded, but so far Carbonite is not bad. I still like Quest Guru as well. I know I have to rely less on add-ons, but you know I am used to it now for what it's worth. Well, time for some wowing for me, so take care and just for the time being, for the Alliance. <laughs> But, but really for the horde. Oh. oh, and thank you for giving me the go-ahead to make a control alt wild guild. I will try to make it somewhere and hope people can join to have some in-game fun. Cool. Thanks, Emo. And, and Does anybody else anybody else use carbonite? No, have you, do no. you? No, I don't. But uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, my mate of mine that's that started a death night not so long ago. Uh, Started with Quest Helper and he's moved to Carbonite and reckons it's a, a lot better. So if you're out there and having niggling problems with Quest Helper and looking for something better, give Carbonite a try. I think I might. All right, who wants to read the next one? I got it. So email number three. Um, hello, everyone. What a pleasant surprise to have the lucky roll this week. Um, it's a ruse to have me write again, isn't it? Well, it worked. I would like to have the authenticator, please. I have been thinking of getting one, and for once, my procrastination is paid off. Thank you. Um, I have one comment to add regarding the account-bound items. There is a wonderful mod called Raiding Buster that compares armor, weapons, and jewelry with what you have equipped and advises if it's an upgrade or not. Thus, your alt can quickly compare the account-bound item with what you already have to see if it would be worthwhile for you. Birth the love fool blush. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> I guess her candy dropped. Yeah, fellow love fool. Yep, your uh, author- authenticator is in the mail, so um, hopefully you'll get it soon. And uh, yeah, thanks. Cool. Alrighty, the next email is from Josh. Hey guys, thanks so much for the wow mini. You were right, it does look great. Pictures do not do them justice. I thought I would send you another portion of Beast Caller's adventures. Thanks, Josh. And he has. He's sent us another excellent contribution, which we'll insert here. Hey, Beast Caller, how's it going? Well, things have been pretty darn good. So does that mean you're not mad at me anymore? Nah, I'm over that. Besides, I took myself a great adventure this week. Yeah, I hear you've been out to Northrend. Yeah, I took me a boat from Menthil Harbor out to Howling Fjord. And I bet you're going to tell me you took down the Lich King single-handedly. No, but I saw him. Really? I don't believe you. No, really, I can prove it to you. 
All right, go ahead. This has got to be good. Well, you see, back before I left Iron Forge, I talked to my buddy down there in Tinkertown, and uh, he gave me this here device where I could record things, and I caught the Lich King talking to one of his minions. Well, let's just say for the sake of argument that you are telling the truth. How in the world did you ever get close enough to the Lich King to hear him talk to anybody? Well, like I said, I was down there in the Howling Fjord, and uh, this shaman down there named Theralius the Wise had a job for me. You see, he wanted me to take this here incense burner into Worm Skull Village, and once I was in there, I could use this burner to enter the spirit world. And while I was there, I happened to go up near the these big steps and at the bottom was the lich king talking to one of his minions so i snuck over behind one of the bushes near there and along came a little gnome oh man it was so horrible well here let me just play this for you it'll tell you the story from here on out <laughs> shamanism has brought you here its scent permeates the air. <laughs> I was once a shaman. No, minion, this one is not ready. Beast Caller, that's horrible. I know, I wanted to help the poor little guy, but he was already gone. There was nothing I could do, so I just popped out that incense burner and got out of the spirit world lickety-split. So why didn't you just put that bullet between his eyes like you were talking about last week? Um, uh, uh, um, I... I was out of ammo, that's what it was. I, I didn't have no more bullets. Ah, uh, yeah, I see. Uh... Yeah, I gotta go. Uh, I just remembered I, I gotta feed Fluffy. Uh, uh, bye now, guys. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I guess that's it for this week. Uh, talk to you guys later. Bye. Thanks for that, Josh and Beast Caller. Excellent job. Uh, yeah. We, we, were, we were wondering whether that that uh, scene, what quest, or if that is actually from the game and, and what quest it was, because uh, none of us recognized it. So uh, let us know. Maybe Beast Call has a special version of World of Warcraft that mm. we don't have. <laughs> he, 
Maybe he got it from his friends in Tinker Town. <laughs> All right, Glantha, you want to read the next one? Yep. So, um, I had World of Warcraft open on that. <laughs> well, it was the World Sprout. of Warcraft um, um, page because going through looking at some of like the um, the talents and trying to like uh, memorize some of them. So, email number five is from L. Jeppy. Hi, everyone. I have been quite a long-time listener, well, since April's great appearance on How I Wow, and I've also enjoyed going back through past shows. It really is like listening to friends chat about the game I love, so what's not to like? I have been playing WoW for nearly two years, and apart from a small flirtation with Second Life, floaty dangly bits drove me away rapidly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and there's a lot in Second Life. <laughs> yeah. um, WoW has been my first real online meta experience. Having recently retired, I now have more time than I know what to do with, and so my playing of WoW, as well as exploring other online avenues, has increased substantially. As well as my WoW, yeah. (laughs) As well as my WoW addiction, I am also freebasing Evil Online, Lord of the Rings Online, and the occasional delve into Warhammer. I always come back to WoW though, and it feels like coming back home from a business trip and sleeping in your own bed again. Yeah, at least I know what I'm going to be doing when I retire. (laughs) (laughs) I have um, also been bitten by the multi-boxing bug and now have a desk full of monitors and a floor full of PCs and an electricity bill that would choke a donkey. (laughs) But I love it. I I, I could imagine um, uh, what that must look like, and I'm uh, very much envious of of, um, this setup. Um, I had the capacity to five-man, but rarely do more than three, and quite often just dual box. Um, I'm also a huge fan of Refer a Friend. My greatest thrill is sitting in a major city and giving out copious amounts of levels for my referred accounts. The cries of Haxor, <laughs> Cheater, and other expletives ringing in my ears as my tunes <laughs> dance from level to level. <laughs> I also have received a certain amount of grief whilst listening teams. Well, I'm sorry, whilst whilst leveling teams by um, by quest, but make good use of the ignore button on those occasions. There is little that would make me stop playing the way I love to play. Anyhow, I will say my goodbyes to you, a brilliant Asheo, and the not to be forgotten Glanther. Until the next time, I put finger yes, just the one to keyboard. Happy <laughs> wowing, LJ. <laughs> Oh, That's wow. Right. Yeah, wow. Well, I'm jealous. Yeah, I know. Majorly. All right, so I'll read the next one. It's uh, from Valathelia. Hello, this is Valathia from, from the Mayor of Server. I just want to give a shout out to you guys. Just wanted to say I love your podcast. I'm a first time listener. And I just have to say I enjoy your humor and great tips from your show. Well, thank you for such a great podcast. <laughs> P.S. First time I ever write an email to a podcast, so it's a bit weird because I have no idea what to say. Hopefully, I will get better. Thank you. See you from Valathelia. No, that was wonderful. You did a great job. Got to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah. All right. Email seven is from Jason. I just saw the podcast notes from episode 101. I noticed you read my email, but I've been ill with my daughter and wife. My wife is pregnant and expecting another pixie on August 21. Yay! Congratulations, mate. Anyway, by the time I was able to download the episode on iTunes to listen to you guys, 
you had posted episode 102, so I couldn't download it. Really? Did I win the email drawing? If so, yes. So, uh, no, you, well, you should win. To, you should be able to. Well, no, you didn't, mate. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but <laughs> you should still be able to, able to download 101. Yeah. 104 will be there, and you won't listen to this anyway. So, <laughs> 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 no, you should be able to go back in iTunes and, and download previous. It will automatically download the latest, but you can just go to a previous one and uh, and do a get on it as well. Uh, if not, that's fine as well. I still listen to your show and love it. By the way, another fun thing I noticed with my now level 47 Hunter Chili. Have you ever seen Clarice Foster? A tribute to Jodie Foster and her character in Silence of the Lands, Clarice Starling. She is under Thunderbluff and gives you a, a quest fairly early in the game. The really interesting thing is her mouth is sewn shut. Now, that is attention to detail for Blizzard. Yes, Blades pointed that out to us previously, I think. This yeah. is one of, one of the... Uh, Bladed edges uh, Easter eggs. Yep. So, I wonder. I wonder ones. how many there are. I wonder how many Easter eggs like that there are in the game. Yeah, <laughs> they're pretty clever, those Blizzard guys. Mm. Uh, you want to handle this one, Glenn? I'll read it. <clears throat> um, this is email number eight from Ginsu. Hello, Aprilian, Ashea, and Glantha. I was late getting to episode 101, and I'm listening to 102 as I type. In episode 101, Glantha asked about the benefits of gathering over jewel crafting. My level 80 rogue is a jewel crafter and has a few of the epic designs that are obtained by the doing the jewel craft daily quests. The mats are very easy to grind, and the most expensive one, the dragon's eyes, you can get from completing the jewel craft dailies. The epic rings and necks sell from anywhere from 1,000 to 1,500 gold apiece on my server anyway. Once you have the designs, you can make an epic piece every four days. I have found jewel crafting to be the easiest way to make gold so far in WoW. Wow. I hope this helps. Love the show. I listen to a few WoW podcasts, and you three... Seem to really enjoy the game. Happy hunting. Ginsu. Named after the set of knives, if you remember them. <laughs> yes, I remember them. It can cut a can. <laughs> Thanks, Ginsu. All right. So, um, do we want to roll? Who wants to roll? Who's in game? I'm in game. We have, we have eight. Eight? Slash roll one to eight. 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 All I rolled. Right. I rolled high. You rolled a high number. Imagine that. I did I it on the get... ship. Maybe it's just a shadow <laughs> that, that rolls really low. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ginsu. You uh, have just won the, uh, either a authenticator. Or a WoW Mini. If you check out our website, you can see the links to the WoW Minis. Or a um, one month free of World of Warcraft. The only thing I can note is right now we're going to, if you do decide to get an authenticator, uh, you're going to have to wait because they're sold out and I'm out of them. Again? But, yeah, they're sold out again. But hopefully they'll come back in the next few days and I will restock them. And before we go, I just want to thank... Gray Yuen? Is that how you would pronounce that? Gray Yuen? Oh, Gray V? Gray Yuen. Is a V. Oh, yeah. Gray Yuen for uh, the five star uh, iTunes review. He says subscribe. I guess I want to thank him because he also says, I'm not sure why I like this so much. 
These people are not professional, but they have great voices that are easy on the ears. I enjoy this podcast, and the unprofessionalism is half the fun. Asheo's voice is good enough for professional, so that's just me and Glantha, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) If you love WOW and want something entertaining and pleasant to listen to, click here. Thank you. (laughs) We appreciate every review. Yes. I mean, it's, um, it's almost like he's already listened to this episode and, and heard you drop your microphone. I mean, right. <laughs> <laughs> what does he mean, unprofessional? <laughs> oh, the microphone drops. And yeah. <laughs> that's great. Well, that's, yeah. I think it's part of our, our charm and that we're, we're not some big studio, like, you know, fancy, smancy podcast. Right. We're a couple of wow enthusiasts that are in their their dens or their their computer rooms just with a microphone just talking about the game you know yeah yep. yeah so End that brings us so, oh well and if you want to go to itunes and review us please do if you want to submit an email and possibly win something really cool next week oh one of the things we do have is uh we have some cards uh i think some footsteps of illidan and some uh pet hummel Papa Hummel's Pet Biscuits. So I think what we're going to do is maybe give away, maybe toss everybody into a drawing and give away a card to, to everyone that hasn't won. Yep. So, uh, and so if you haven't won and you want to, you know, you just keep writing. You can, you'll win eventually. Exactly. righty. Yeah. If you want to follow us on Twitter. Uh, I was I was going to do something for my hundredth follower on Twitter, but unfortunately, it, it, it was some sort of spamming advertising thing. They seem to be picking up, so I'm, I'm madly blocking them, but I can't stop them from following me. But uh, uh, I'm a Shaya on Twitter, and I'm a Prillian. And you can uh, to find out about the recording, they can follow the Control Alt Wow. That's where I post the, when we're recording and when the episodes go up. And I don't think Glanth is on Twitter, are you? No, I'm not on Twitter. Not yet. You will become just a Facebook junkie. Um, I am actually kind of a Facebook junkie. I don't do the apps on Facebook. Like uh, people will go and throw snowballs at me and stuff like that, and I'm like, ignore, ignore. (laughs) But like, I I definitely, you know, I'm a I'm a Facebook status junkie. I'll have Facebook status all the time. So, (laughs) cool. Oh, maybe we should do a Facebook page or something. Or MySpace page. Anyways, so this has been (laughs) another episode of Control Alt Wow. And I'm a Prillian for the Horde. I'm a Shayo for the Horde. And I'm Glanther for the Alliance. Give or take. You like me like sail here. It's been real. May you always be victorious. May the gates of Quel'Thalas be open to you. Always. May our paths cross again. Catch you later. Aldir Shalah. Go in peace. <laughs> <laughs>